This is Tim. This is your Giant Straight Talk, powered by Online Big Blue LLC. And like Brian Dable, you will respect my authority. Oh, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot going on. But uh, I wanted to do another draft uh, preview video because Joe Shane came out and said the other day, no, we might take a quarterback. We could take a quarterback. If a quarterback's available that we like, we could take them. You never know. Okay. Well, there, there is good rationale to believe that the top three quarterbacks will be gone by, by the time you get over to six. There, there's, it's a good, there's a good chance, we'll say. So we've been talking about quarterbacks that you maybe can grab at the second, uh, second half of the first round or maybe sliding into the uh, second or the third round. Now, the enigma of this draft, in my mind, is, is the kid out of Michigan, is J.J. McCarthy. I don't really think anyone knows what he's going to fully be. This is a guy that only, in three years only threw 659 passes at Michigan. And some idiots have told me, <laughs> yes, and you are idiots, that he kind of reminds them of Tom Brady when he came out of school, when he's coming out of Michigan. He, he's, got this, he's got this Tom Brady factor. Well, Tom Brady did not have the the chops that McCarthy did when he when Tom Brady was at Michigan. Tom Brady's best season was uh, was 1999, where he had 2,212 yards, 16 touchdowns, and six interceptions. While they're very similar stats to JJ, JJ completed like something like 77 percent of his passes, and yeah, I I, un- I understand when you look at the comparison of things like that. But that doesn't mean that they're on the same parallel. It doesn't mean they're they're headed in the same direction. Just because they both played at Michigan, they both had a somewhat underwhelming stats. You got to remember when Tom Brady came out, there there was no buzz about Tom Brady. Nobody nobody was talking about Big Tom. And now with you know JJ coming out, he's got his national championship under his belt. People are like, well, you know. He's one of these guys that we need we need to take we need to take a look at. Actually, he completed uh, he completed what 64, uh, 64.9% of his passes uh in 13 games for 2719 yards, 22 touchdowns as well. He also added 306 yards rushing and a t- five touchdowns on 70 attempts. I mean, they're they're yes, they they could potentially be considered similar, but they're not they're not really similar. I mean, just, I mean, people just, people just got to get to just because they both go to the same school. JJ McCarthy is not going to be Tom Brady. If you look at McCarthy from afar and you look at it from a perspective, you're like, you're almost like, how can I really judge him? 659 passes in three years. He played within the Michigan office. He played within him. There's the old cliche in sports. He played within himself. That's what she said. But the thing is, it was a run-heavy offense. Now he's shown the he's shown the ability to make some throws, to make some passes, but in, but in a limited sample. Do I think he has the arm talent? Do I think he has the arm strength? Ah, uh, I mean he he's got some zip, and I think he you know he'll have a little giddy up on his passes. Does he have one of the best arms coming out of the draft? Oh no, not even close. It, does he have one of the weakest arms? No, I would say he would. Ha- I would say he could be considered to be above average NFL arm. I think he could fit the ball into tight spaces. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can thread the needle when needed. 
if you if you take a look at his deep ball accuracy, he he had some nice touchdown passes. You go back to the Purdue game, but he doesn't have a complete body of work for you to say, okay, this 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 is what he's capable of doing. Because again, it, it's a run heavy offense, and you play defense in Michigan, and that's not what they do. But he ha- he has shown the, the capacity to throw deep. I think ball placement is going to be one of the things he's going to need to work on immediately because I, because honestly, I just, I just don't see him completely understanding where he needs to put the ball when he needs to put it on the inside shoulder, when he needs to put it on the outside shoulder, when he needs to throw it to the sideline, when he needs to throw it inside. Um, but again, I think that's going to, that will have to come with more time. Cause like I said, in three years, he's only thrown 659 passes. You have to, you have to, you have to think about that. You have to factor that in. In some regards, when you had a quarterback that only played in one season, they threw like 475. He's only played like a season and a half. If you take a look at it, like you know, to the likes of Dwayne Haskins or something such as that. R.I.P. But like I said, we would need to see a little bit more of an extended workout to understand what exactly his arm strength is going to be. Now, when we always talk about Daniel Jones, we always talk about the lack of pocket presence. The inability to feel the pressure, the inability to sense the rush, the inability to escape, the inability just to know, have his wherewithal, where exactly he is in the pocket. I think in pressure at pressure situations, I think um, I think he, JJ has shown himself to be quite adept in moving in the pocket. Go back to what was it, two years ago against that game against CJ Stroud. He showed, you know, th- with that rush the Buckeyes had, he showed the ability to move around. He showed he showed the fundamentals to move around within the pocket and play within himself. That's what she said. And, and I think that's going to, again, that's going to be something to look at. And then I always look at the, fa- the fact that this is a guy that's kind of, you know, from the limited amount of times he gets to throw the ball minus the championship game, he's been pretty clutch. We always put on the championship game. He didn't complete a third or a fourth down pass to the end, almost in the end of the third quarter. But he's been pretty clutch in some big games, especially uh, when you know when he guided Michigan to thirteen and one. One thing that I really like about his game, one thing that that is kind of is kind of Peyton Manning esque, and I'm not saying he's Peyton Manning, but it's Peyton Manning esque is his play action. He he's actually got an excellent. He's got a great play action. I mean, his play action passes. They they if you watch him, he is very he's a very adept at hiding the ball. And in some ways, you're kind of like, what? Where the ball? Does, does, does running back have it? He's actually. I mean, I'm. I have to admit, I've been. I was very impressed with that of going back and watching some of the tape. He you know um, mechanically. I mean, mechanically, I think he's respectable. He has, I would say, sound throwing mechanics. He's not, um, he's he's not someone that's mechanics are going to break that. Well, like Daniel Jones and people go, well, you always compare him to Daniel Jones because that's the quarterback of the Giants. Daniel Jones, I think, has issues mechanically at times and always has since the day he came into the league. Now, I think JJ uh, is not going to have those issues. I think that he is a guy that he he has a consistent release point. He 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 understands his throwing motion, and, and I think at that point in time, like I said, I don't think he's going to have that problem. Now, I think one of the issues that you're going to see, um, he's he's good on the short pass, he's good on the out. I think he's better on the outside, 
but it's going to be the middle of the field stuff that he's, that he's going to have some difficulty with. And I think it's just, again, it's going to come with repetition. It's going to come with practice. It's going to come with understanding, but I think his midfield reads, I, I mean, there, there, I think there's a lot of areas there for, to be coached up. I think, I think if you looked at some of this film, uh, and I believe it, again, you go back to the Purdue game. Uh, he has some, and also the championship game. He's got some difficulties understanding what what he's looking at in the middle of the field. And again, I I think a lot of that's going to come with repetition. And I think that's what he he is going to need. He's he's going to need to me. He's going to need to be coached up, and he's going to need to be coached up. <sighs> I, I mean, I really think he's going to be coached up. Um. I would I would also like to see him work a little bit more in the short passing game. He reminds me sometimes of Eli Manning. Eli Manning when he tried to throw the screen to the sideline, actually early in his career, it, it, it was it, it was fifty fifty whether he was going to get the ball near the running back or the tight end or whoever was sitting out in the flat. It was fifty fifty, and I, I think JJ's got a little bit of that in him. I mean, I, like I said, I don't think he's going to struggle. And you know, what's funny. I don't really think he's going to struggle with having above average NFL arm. I don't think he's going to struggle struggle with the uh, with long ball passing with deep ball accuracy. I don't think he's going to struggle with that. I think he's going to find a little bit more of an issue with that short passing game. And I'm really short. I would say intermediate passing game. I I would say you know ten fifteen yards down the field. I think he's going to have to work. A, I think he's going to have to work a little bit more on that. Now size wise, they say he's six three. I forget. I don't. I don't remember exactly how much how much he weighs, um, but you know, I think he's. I think they got him at two hundred pounds or over. I'd like to see him get measured, and and then we can kind of get a better idea or understanding exactly what size he is. Is he is he a Kyler Murray six foot? It's it's one of those. Like I said, it's one of those things we just need. We just need to take. We need to take a look at. Um. Is, is there anything that's glaring to me in his game? Like I said, I think ball placement is going to be an issue. I think touch. I, I And I think that's what go, kind of goes hand in hand. I think he's going to have more issues with the short to intermediate passing game that he is going to have with the deep ball game. Um, I think he's going to have to get a better understanding of when he's going to have to loft the ball, when he's going to have to gun it in there. Um, I think, I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be some issues at times. I, I am concerned about his size. And, and I think that's going to, like I said, that's something we're going to figure out at the combine and during this pro day. And I kind of think that with the limited amount of times he threw the ball, like we've said, 659 times at Michigan, I, I think he's going to have to work on his football acclimate, his football IQ. He's going he's gonna to have to find the Encyclopedia Britannica in reference to getting his football IQ because he's shown that he has the ability. But again, he has, he's going to go up against defenses that are extremely complex. They're defensive. I mean, defense corners are going to try to confuse the hell out of him, And he's going to see things he's never seen before. Now you could say that about any quarterback coming out of college, but he is literally, I think in some ways, because of the fact that he has a limited amount of reps passing, you know, I, I do think that's going to be the big, I think that's going to be a huge issue for him. And like I said, I do think like I mean I like I said I think he's got above average arm strength. I I like like we've said before about someone like Drake Matt. He can make all the throws on Sunday. Um, but like I said, I think touch is going to be an issue. I think like I said, he's going to have to figure out when to lob it. He's got to figure out when to drop it. He's going to figure out when to zip it in there. I don't think he has has those intangibles yet. 
And I think getting back to the deep, you know, his inability to potentially have a difficulty reading and, and understanding when they disguise some of their defenses, I think his pre-snap reads are, are going to need to really take a step up. I th- but again, like I said, I think this is going to come with repetition. This is a guy that I don't think this guy is not a first rounder. This is a guy that I think is going to have a problem making adjustments at the line, shifting his protections. I think he'll have some difficulties at time calling out the hot routes because of the fact that he didn't do these things. And that is what, like I said, you could say that he has raw talent. And, and I agree. I, I agree that he has raw talent. But I think one of the biggest issues is going to be, can someone take that raw talent and melt it into a cohesive player who will have all the intangibles and have an understanding to put, you know, to play in the NFL. And you, you can't sit there and say, you know, I mean, it was a detriment at times what Harbaugh did with him at Michigan, but Michigan is a run first team, plain and simple. And how is he going to move forward? JJ is and really go into a pass-heavy offense. Can he do it? And that's going to be the biggest... That's to me, is going to be his biggest intangible. Can he go... Can he go... And, and here's what worries me. <laughs> we talked about this with Bo Nix. That he had... There was some Daniel Jones-esque things that Bo, Bo Nix does that worries me. And there is some... There are some things that J.J. McCarthy does that are very Daniel Jones-esque. And, and I think one of the things is going to be, like we've said before, is going to be understanding and reading defenses, understanding ball placement. You know, you, I think I honestly think McCarthy probably has a better arm than Jones, but, and it's weird to say, but in some regards to his game, McCarthy's comparable comparable to Jones. In reference to reading defense and doing things, they still might they might be on the same level. Because Jones hasn't shown an improvement in five years. Jones has not shown an improvement with ball placement. Jones, people will point out moments that he does things well, but then I can put I can point out 30 that he doesn't. See, that's kind of it's the reverse of Neil. So I, I think he's gonna have to go to McCarthy's gonna have to go to a team that's gonna be a little bit of a risk taker. Understand that you may have a guy, depending on his size, you may have the guy that has all the NFL intangibles but just doesn't have the quarterback experience behind them. All you experienced. Uh, have you ever been experienced? Sorry, I had to do a little Hendrix. Um, so that's why I'm thinking he's a second-day guy or a third-day guy. I can see him going as high as the end of the first round. I can see him going as low as the at bottom of the third. He's an enigma. He's an enigma wrapped in a riddle. Oh, don't forget, we're going to have the big live stream on Sunday. And you know what you need to, you know what you need to do. And you will respect my authority. You need to respect my authority because this is Tim, this is your giant straight talk powered by online Big Blue LLC. And don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to ring that bell because you want to know why. That'd be awesome.